Welcome back to the Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now at episode number 29. We're 29 episodes through, and there's a lot to discuss in this episode. Baylor won the national championship over Gonzaga, who I picked to win the national championship. MLB's back opening day. That's already being passed. That started their season. It's the Phillies on Monday night. MLB is back. Sam Darn got traded to the Panthers, and so much more. So stay tuned for Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode number 29. Jump right into our headlines in this episode number 29. In the NBA, the Suns, I'm going to throw out a hot take. The Suns are right now second in the West. You probably didn't know that. They are. And they're only like three games behind the Jazz. I said this at the start of the season. And I'm going to say it again. The Suns are going to make the conference finals. They are. I said this at the start of the season. Got so much criticism. They're the second best team in the West. Come on. Come on, people. The Suns are going to make the Western Conference finals against the Lakers. I'm sorry if you're a Clippers fan. I'm sorry if you're a Jazz fan. You're not making it past the second round. You are not. I'm sorry if you're a Nuggets fan. I don't really care. You are not going to make the Western Conference. You're not. You're not. The Suns, second best team in the West behind the Lakers when fully healthy. And they will be fully healthy come play at time, I think. And they will make the Western Conference Lakers, but so will the Suns. The Suns will make the Western Conference No debate about it in my mind. They will. The Knicks played the Nets. Monday night, and it was such a close game. Harden went out in, like, the first quarter, but you still have Kyrie, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Blake Griffin, Bruce Brown, other guys. But Kyrie Irving shows why he is a top three skilled player in the NBA right now. He is? Kyrie Irving. He hit, like, a step-back three. Fully contested, drained it. Made it. That was pretty much like a dagger. Made it, like, a five-point game. Knicks lost by two. Julius Randle missed a buzzer. Still, the Nets are the best team in the NBA. And I'm sick and tired of saying it. They are. I've said so many times. The Nets are easily the best team in the NBA. I'm tired of when people say the Lakers are the best team in the NBA. Move them aside. Nets are the best team in the NBA. When fully healthy, the Lakers are going to make the finals. They are. But when the Nets are fully healthy, this might be maybe one of the best rounded rosters we've ever seen. I'm not kidding. The Nets are so stacked this year. So amazing. Insanely amazing. Harden's adjusted his game when KD comes back. Kyrie. I love this Nets team. And I'm tired of having to dispute that they're the best team in the NBA. Because they are. I'm tired of having to tell Lakers fans, you know what? That Lakers aren't the best team in the NBA. They're not. Lakers are nowhere near the best team in the NBA. They're not. But let's move over to the MLB. Where the MLB is back. And Shohei Otani, who we all love, who had a lackluster season. Last year, and hasn't really played much since his rookie year, but he won a rookie year over Gleyber Torres. This man threw 100 miles per hour in an inning, and then proceeded in that inning to a 100 mile per hour home run. When was the last time we've ever seen that? Shohei Otani. He might win MVP this year. He's my dad's pick to win MVP. He is insane, Shohei Otani. He is. He's amazing to watch. One of my favorite players to watch in baseball right now. He is. Right now, you could say he's more exciting to watch than Mike Trout in MLB. Mike Trout. Amazing player. He's my pick to win the MVP. Right now, though, this so far this season, Shohei's been way more exciting watching Mike Trout. He has been. I know he got hurt a little bit in that game, but he's good. Shohei, what a season he's gonna have, in my opinion. He will. Shohei, fire right now. And so are the Phillies. They're undefeated. They beat my Mets. They came back. And they beat my Mets. They were down 2-0. They won like five to two, five to three. Uh, same old Mets. I hate to say, Francisco Lindor didn't even have a hit in his first game as a Met. Jacob DeGrom had an RBI, which I liked. Jacob DeGrom with six innings, 
scoreless shutout. And then they took him out. Uh, it's Luis Rojas' fault why we lost that game. It is. As a Mets fan, all the Mets players love Luis Rojas as their manager. But to the fans, no. He's not the greatest manager. He's, he's a big step up from last manager, Mickey Callaway and Terry Collins, I guess. But Luis Rojas needs to step up his game as a manager. Then he needs to do better as a coach. I hope the Mets have a good season this year. I do. But let's move over to the NFL where Sam Donald, he got traded to the Panthers. And this is an A-plus trade for the Panthers. It's not a boomer bust trade. It isn't. It's a boomer boom. I mean, okay, doesn't pan out. Maybe he gets like, maybe you don't start him. All right, what do you give up? Fourth round pick? Whoa. Okay. Jets, you had to move him away. I give you a B because maybe you could have kept him for the season. Maybe could have drafted Zach Wilson, played Sam Darnold for like eight games, and his value goes up if he does well. Then you can maybe get a first round pick in return. You get a fourth round pick? A fourth round pick? You serious, Joe Douglas? You serious? A fourth round pick for Sam Darnold? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sam Darnold is going to tear it up on the Carolina Panthers. I think he will. I think he might. Like, if he starts the first eight games of the season, they can be somewhere around 4-4. Four and four. They're going to be a good team this year. Panthers 5-3. and three. I'm excited to watch them. I am. Let's run into college basketball where Baylor won the national championship, breaking Texas Western's record as the only Texas team out of 24 Division I Texas teams to win the national championship. Baylor won the national championship. They did. What a shocking game that was. Everyone thought, oh, Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs after he hit that half-court buzzer beer, which was amazing to watch. It was. Everyone thinking, oh, no, Gonzaga's going to blow up Baylor. Gonzaga's going to beat Baylor. Baylor started that game winning 9 to nothing. Then it was 11-1. to The game was over from that point. No matter what Gonzaga would have done, that game was over from that point. The tone Baylor set to start the game was amazing. It was. That's about it for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, baseball's back. It isn't around the bases, but it is top five. My top five teams in baseball right now. Who are the top five teams in MLB are right now? Number one, give me the Los Angeles Dodgers. My preseason World Series pick. Trevor Bauer's first start ever. Had like a no-hitter through seven innings. This team's going to win the World Series. Mookie Betts is going to win MVP in the NL. He is. This team's amazing. The best team in the MLB. You can't dispute me on that. They are. Number one, the Dodgers. Number two... San Diego Padres is in their division. You're thinking, whoa, the San Diego Padres, who couldn't even make it to the NLCS last year? Yeah, they're the second-best team in MLB. They are. Fernando Tatis, I know he's a little banked up right now. You are the face in MLB. My old podcast, Lane French Show, I said that this company put out a thing that said, Fernando Tatis is the future of MLB. He's the face of the MLB. He's the next Mike Trout. He's going to be the greatest player of all time. And I was thinking, what in the world are they thinking? But now I'm thinking, wow, Fernando Tatis really might be the face of the MLB, the future of the MLB. They've got a great team, the Padres. They do. Second best team in the MLB. They are San Diego Padres. Number three, the Philadelphia Phillies. Is this the season they make the playoffs with Bryce Harper? Is it? I think so. They're 4-0 to start the season. Time of this recording. They beat the Mets on Monday. I like watching this team, the Phillies, except when they play the Mets. I do. Phillies are a good team. Third best team in MLB, Philadelphia Phillies. Number four, my New York Mets. Oh, yes. New York Mets, the fourth best team in MLB. I had them higher at the start of the season. I think I had them at two, but 
after watching that first game, it sucked. It, it, I hated to watch that first game where Francisco Lindor didn't have a good game. P. Alonso wasn't really that great. Where you one of your two runs was brought in by your pitcher Jacob Degrom, single. Ugh, that's gotta get things clicking. Steve Cohen made did great job, great job getting Francisco Lindor that deal. He did. Francisco Lindor is locked up with the Mets. Got him. He's gonna stay with the Mets for twelve years, and I'm so happy about it as a Mets fan. I am. Fourth best team in MLB, my New York Mets. Number five, the New York Yankees. They got off to a rough start to the season, losing their first game, losing another game in that series, that Toronto series. Oh, the Yankees need to get things clicking soon. But I think they do. Fifth best team in MLB right now, the New York Yankees. That's about for top five teams in MLB. Leave your top five teams in MLB in the comment section. Now, MVP, LVP, when was the last time we did MVP, LVP? But the return of MVP, LVP, and my MVP, the Baylor Bears, Scott Drew, Masio Teague, Dave V.L. Mitchell, Jared Buller, Mike Vitell, Flo Thamba. This team's amazing. They won the national championship. Congratulations, Baylor. You are the MVP this week. You won the national championship. Wow. The best. I mean, the thing, start from the beginning of the season, that's your goal. And you were able to complete it. Winning the national championship, Baylor Bears. LVP, the Washington Nationals, or Washington National fans. Want to know why? Because they had yet to play a game. They got their series against the Mets canceled. They got their next series canceled. Whew. That, that's terrible. It is. Washington Nationals, they are yet to lock up their future superstar, Juan Soto. Well, yet to lock him up to a big deal. They couldn't do it with Bryce Harper. Let's see if they can do it with Juan Soto. But Washington Nationals. I don't think they're going to have a great season. They won the World Series two seasons ago. They did. Their first season without Bryce Harper. How crazy that is to think about. It is. But Washington Nationals, LVP, Washington Nationals fans, you're LVP because you're yet to play a game. So you can't watch your team play. But that's bad for MVP, LVP, LVP this week. Leave your MVP in the comment section. Now, did you know today's did you know did you know back in 1867 to 1887 the MLB batters could tell the pitcher where they wanted the ball to be pitched to them. Imagine that being around nowadays where Mike Trout would just say, oh, uh, pitch to me right down the middle. Clayton Kershaw, Jacob DeGrom, you're the best pitcher in the MLB. Don't show off your skill. Pitch to me right down the middle and let me hit a home run. Imagine that rule still around nowadays. Did you know that back in 1867 to 1887 in the MLB batters could tell the pitcher where they wanted to be pitched them. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. Now, my NFL mock draft one through five. We've got an updated order of teams. You know, now we have the 49ers in the top three. I'm excited. We got Sam Darnold out of the Jets, so that narrative's of them not picking the quarterbacks out of the way. So here's my mock draft one through five. Updated. The NFL draft's only like two weeks away. I'm excited for it. Here it is. Number one. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I've got Ben taking Zach Wilson. No, I'm kidding. That would be easily the worst decision ever made by an NFL franchise. I've got them taking Trevor Lawrence, okay? If you think they should go with anybody else, just get off this episode right now. Just do it. There is no way, no possible way in the world Herb Meyer is not going to take Trevor Lawrence. You really think Herb Meyer would come out of retirement just for a boomer bust BYU quarterback Zach Wilson? No, he wouldn't. 
Trevor Lawrence, the future of the NFL. Jaguars are going to take him out one. No debate about it. They are. The number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft will be Trevor Lawrence. Maybe the best quarterback prospect we've seen since Andrew Luck. I'm not kidding. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Zach Wilson to the Jets. The more I see of Zach Wilson, the less I like him. You want to know why? Because he plays at BYU, and the best team he played all year is Coastal Carolina. Big difference from playing against Coastal Carolina and then playing against the Patriots, the Bills, the NFL. All right. I'm not going to say Zach Wilson plays in a terrible conference, so that's why this team shouldn't pick him. Josh Allen played in a terrible conference, and he was great. But last season, Zach Wilson, not this season. He was great this season in college. Last season, he had a good end to the season. Not great this season. You know, I'm, his touchdown-interception ratio wasn't the best. I still got them taking Zach Wilson at two because I think that's what Joe Douglas is going to do. This is what I think teams are going to do. This is my mock draft, not what I hope teams do. I hope they take, like, Justin Fields or somebody, maybe Trey Lance. But they need a quarterback who can win now. Zach Wilson, I guess, can try and help them win now. Number two, New York Jets take Zach Wilson at number two overall. Number three, the San Francisco 49ers at number three overall take Mac Jones. And this is actually what I want. I don't think... Justin Fields would fit in well with the Kyle Shanahan system. I don't. You're going to call me crazy. All right, do it. Mac Jones, great quarterback. I know he had a bad priority. I don't care. Mac Jones, good quarterback. Have him sit for a year or two under Jimmy Garoppolo. Do it. Get him. Yeah, back up for a year or two, Mac Jones. Embrace it. You did that in college. You're a fifth-year senior. You didn't play for four years. Play a little bit your senior year when Tua got hurt. But then your redshirt senior year. Best season ever. You won the national championship. Mac Jones can win you a Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan. He can. Because the reason he lost that Super Bowl is because Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play that well. But if you have Mac Jones, he can be an X-Factor for you. He can. Mac Jones, number three overall to the 49ers. Dispute me on it. Do it. I don't care. The San Francisco 49ers, number three overall, are going to take Mac Jones. Number four. The Atlanta Falcons have the pick, but I have them trading that pick to the Denver Broncos. There's rumors today that they're trying to trade out that slot. I wouldn't be surprised by the time this episode comes out that the pick has already been traded to, like, Denver or somebody. I wouldn't. The Denver Broncos, at number four overall, my mock draft, what I hope will happen, what I think will happen, I think they take, drum roll please, Justin Fields. Good quarterback. Really good quarterback, Justin Fields. Maybe second or third best quarterback in this draft class? Pro ready. I don't care. I mean, the more I watch Justin Fields, the more I like him. He's been playing exceptionally well this season. I mean, this season was amazing. A little bit worse than his previous season where only threw one interception in the regular season. So Justin Fields, amazing quarterback. He is. I like Justin Fields a lot now. Hate to say as a Michigan fan, but uh, maybe I can find it somewhere deep down for me to root for him in the NFL. I think Justin Fields, the number four overall, goes to the Denver Broncos. I do. Number five, I think, that the Cincinnati Bengals. There's rumors they want Jamar Chase. Don't take Jamar Chase. Get a wide receiver in the second round. Maybe take Terrence Marshall. Joe Burrow's former teammate at LSU. He wants a former teammate. Get a former teammate wide receiver in Jamar Chase. We'll get another former teammate wide receiver in Terrence Marshall. Do it. Okay? Do not screw this up, Bengals. Do not mess this up. You get Penny Sewell. You do. Great offensive lineman. Great offensive lineman. He is. They take him at number five. They do. Now, if you're thinking, where's Trey Lance going to end up? Here's where I have Trey Lance ending up at number seven overall to the Detroit Lions. Okay. You're thinking, they have Jared Goff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm a Jared Goff fan also, but 
if he struggles, he's a one or two year plan, I think. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. I, I hate to say it. he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. But Trey Lance, Trey Lance is next up. He's amazing. Trey Lance is next up. That's how good he is. Sit him for a year or two. Maybe even three if you want. Like a Jordan Love situation. But the time's right. Trey Lance will step up. He will. And he'll lead you to maybe a Super Bowl, a playoff appearance, a playoff win you haven't had in forever. Not in this century. That's why I think my mock draft one through five and then Trey Lance at seven. That's about for my info mock draft one through five. Leave your info mock draft in the comment section. Now, let's jump into our NBA rundown. If you're new at Scored Sports, our NBA rundown is breakdown. NBA news, NBA topics going around, some hot takes I threw in there. NBA headlines, basically. So, first thing, is Brad Stevens on the hot seat? I said, you know, this was a big topic earlier in the year, and I said, absolutely no way, get out of town. But right now, he is. He is on the hot seat, okay? You have two All-Stars, Jason Tame and Jalen Brown. <laughs> and... They're nowhere near Easter Conference Finals contention. They're not. No way. Last, I mean, earlier in the year, I said, oh, they're making the finals. They're making it over the Nets. It's going to be Lakers-Celtics finals. I don't think that anymore. I don't even think they're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals anymore. I don't. Celtics, what has gone wrong this season? It's like, it's like Michigan football this year. Every year, they're pretty good. Couldn't get over the hump like the Celtics couldn't get over the hump. The Eastern Conference Finals. But now... And then they had a collapse this season in Michigan football. And the Celtics are having their collapse season. Yeah. Brad Stevens is on the hot seat. Do you think Brad Stevens on the, is on the hot seat? Leave that in the comment section. But let's go on to another thing. DeMarcus Cousins signed the Clippers a 10-day contract. And I absolutely love this move. I love this move so much to where I think the Clippers might even make the Western Conference Finals. Now you're thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't even think Clippers were going to make the Western Conference Finals. I think... That's still going to be Suns, Lakers, but I'm close to thinking Clippers, Suns, Clippers, Lakers, maybe. But Clippers, they got Rondo. They're making moves. They're getting DeMarcus Cousins. I love that pickup. I do. That's going to be an amazing lineup. If Boogie can, if DeMarcus Cousins can turn back to like even Pelicans form, that would be amazing to watch. It would be. It would be. I'm so excited for this Clippers team this season. They're so much fun to watch. I just hope they don't collapse this season. You know, they're a team you could watch. Maybe they could lose to, like, a seven seed or somebody in the playoffs. Lose in the first round to, like, a six seed if it's, like, a six seed Nuggets, six seed Lakers. You never know, but I love this move. I love this move by the Clippers to get DeMarcus Cousins. Now, Alonzo Ball, he had eight threes the other night, and he had 27 points. Ooh, nasty. Amazing. And people aren't talking about it. He's a free agent this summer, everybody. He's a restricted free agent. You're asking, what's a restricted free agent mean? It means where? He can sign any team he wants. He can sign a $90 million deal with the Knicks this offseason. But the Pelicans can have the chance to match that deal. The Pel- if the Pelicans can say, okay, we'll offer you a $90 million deal also, he has to go back to the Pelicans. So it's restricted. But the is, the Pelicans don't want to bring him back. If he keeps on playing like this, Pelicans, you're going to lose him. Because he's not going to want to re-sign. He's thinking, you didn't believe in me. You were trying to trade me at the deadline, but offers got declined. I'm leaving you. And I'm signing a huge deal with the Knicks. I'm signing a huge deal Clippers, I'm signing a huge deal with the Warriors. I'm signing a huge deal with the team not named the New Orleans Pelicans or Los Angeles Lakers. I think that's what maybe might happen. Lonzo Ball going off as of late. Eight threes the other night. Amazing to watch. Hopefully this is his breakout season, breakout second half 
a season. But that's about it for the NBA rundown. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, this is that. I haven't done this event in a little long time, but let's jump into it. This is that all sports edition. Who am I going to take in the longer, the Mets or the Yankees? Not trying to be biased, but as a Mets fan, I'm going to say the Mets are going to have a better season than the Yankees this year. My grandma's a diehard Yankees fan. She's probably going to be mad that I'm picking the Mets over the Yankees, but I'm taking the Mets. They're going to have a great season. They had a rough first game. But that's the first game at 162. It is. Let's go, Mets. Mets can have a great season. A great season. Better in the long run than the Yankees. They will be. Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Who am I taking as QB2 in this draft class? All year I've been saying, Zach Wilson all the way. I don't like Justin Fields' game. I'm taking Justin Fields now, okay? Justin Fields is a great player. Watching more film of him. Now that he's out of Ohio State, maybe I can root for him again. But... Justin Fields, the throws he makes, the plays he makes, how fast he is. He stumbled on his 40-yard dash and still ran a 4-4. Oh, my goodness. Justin Fields, a great quarterback. Great quarterback. I'm not knocking Zach Wilson. He's going to be a good quarterback in the league. Just not better than Justin Fields. I'm taking Justin Fields as QB2 in this draft class. I am. The Suns or the Jazz? Who's going to make it further in the postseason this year? The Suns. I've been saying it all episode. Suns are going to make the Western Conference over the Jazz. They are. Sons, give them to me in the long run. They are. Now, Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs. If you're not familiar with who Jalen Green is, uh, he was the number one recruit in last year's recruiting class. Took the G League route, projected to be like a top five pick. Now Jalen Suggs, we all know, college basketball phenom. Half-court shot against UCLA to win it. Maybe better than Christian Leitner's shot. Actually, yes, it is better than Christian Leitner's shot. I will say it. It is. Jalen Suggs' half-court shot with the distance. He did it was at a bigger stage. It was from further out. A little bit contested, but still. Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green. Who am I taking? I'm taking Jalen Suggs, but so close. Jalen Green's really raw. He's going to have a rough rookie year, I think. But I don't do great when I say rookies are going to have a rough rookie year. I said LaMelo Ball would have a rough rookie year, and, Jalen, and James Wiseman would have a great one. It was more other way around. James Wiseman had a rough rookie year, and LaMelo Ball had a great one. Jalen Green, not in the long run. I'm taking Jalen Suggs over him in the long run. Jalen Green may be a little bit better of a scorer than Jalen Suggs, but Jalen Suggs all-around player. I'm taking him. That's about for this or that this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, at the buzzer. Today's at the buzzer is, is this Baylor team, how do they match up against the last 10 national champions? Are they better than all of them? Are they the best national championship team of the past 10 years? Here's my answer. No. They're not. Only one team would beat them. Only one. And it's the Villanova Wildcats of 2018. You want to know why? Because I went to that Michigan-Villanova National Championship game. It was terrible to watch as a Michigan fan. It was. It seemed like they wouldn't miss. This Baylor team seems like they won't miss. But I'm talking about 2018 Villanova. They wouldn't miss a shot. They started off the game really, really well. Then they put in a kid off the bench named Dante DiVincenzo. Now, Dante DiVincenzo had 18 points in the first half, like 6-3, something crazy. And he ended the game with like 35 points. This man would not miss. Jalen Morenzo would not miss. Mikhail Bridges would not miss. Eric Pascal wasn't missing. Omari Spellman wasn't missing a rebound. They weren't missing shots. They weren't missing rebounds. They weren't missing assists. They weren't missing blocks. No matter how good this Baylor team could have played, 
if they play each other, Baylor versus Villanova, that team, no matter how well Baylor can play, this Villanova team will beat them. They would. That 2018 Villanova team was so good. Maybe the best shooting team of the 2010s. The Villanova team. Great to watch. Jalen Branson won National Player of the Year. Dante DiVincenzo won Most Outstanding Player of the Tournament. He did. That's about for out the buzzer this week. Do you think Baylor is the best national championship team in the past 10 years? Leave that in the comment section. Now, question of the day. Today's question of the day is, Who's the best draft prospect in this year's NBA draft? Is it Cade Cunningham, who most people think is it Evan Mobley? Is it Jalen Green? Is it Jalen Suggs? Is it Jonathan Kuminga? Leave that in the comment section. Leave a hot take. Say Jonathan Kuminga is the best NBA draft prospect in this year's draft. The G League standout. Jalen Green is the best player. Don't say Cade Cunningham is. No. Because I actually don't think Cade Cunningham is the best draft prospect this year. I think it's either Evan Mobley or Jalen Suggs. Evan Mobley, the next Anthony Davis. Great room protector, great shooter, great scorer, great player. Jalen Suggs, great distributor, great scorer, great rebounder, great player, great all-around player. Maybe one day could average a triple-double in the NBA, Jalen Suggs. I'm not kidding. He's so good, Jalen Suggs. So skilled. Kate Cunningham. I think an NBA team, whatever team he gets drafted by, should move him to the three. Small forward, like Paul George. Because... He's six foot eight. He's a good point guard. He doesn't get that many assists though. You want to be a point guard in the NBA, you gotta get assists. Move him to small forward then if he wants to score so much. Do it. That would be an awesome move. He's the next Paul George in my opinion. A lot of people think he's the next Paul George. Who is the best NBA draft prospect in this year's draft? That's the question today. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's part for Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode number 29. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Squared Sports Instagram at Squared Sports. Don't forget to follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review for the best sports content in the world. We'll see you next time in episode number 30.